Hi, I'm Olivia from Onso Studio and welcome to the Brame Podcast. Have you walked down the wine aisle and bought a bottle purely based on the label design? Well, I definitely have. And it's actually pretty funny and very clever how certain labels draw our eyes towards them first versus all the other bottles on the shelf. You might not be even aware of it, but these labels are doing this. You might be thinking, I just look at the price and not the label. And actually, I still do check out prices first and foremost. But let's face it, there's usually way more than one bottle at the same price point that you're willing to spend. So this still means there's a good group of bottles craving for your attention. Just like your small business, you're probably well aware that you're not the only one offering similar products and services to others. And me included, I know that there's hundreds and thousands of brand designers and strategists out there. I am not the only one. I did a little Googling just to throw in a fun fact here and one for you to just sort of be aware of. But since 2000 and 2021, the business population has increased by 2.1 million. So if you're thinking you're the only one selling soy candles in the shape of a shell or something, you might want to think again. So if there are others out there, how can your business be that bottle of wine that gets picked from the shelf? And it's a good question, actually. Really, the answer is very simple. Branding. Branding is what separates you from being seen as a commodity. Selling like a commodity means that you're having to constantly compete on being the cheaper one, the cheaper option, quicker or more convenient than others. Sort of like hustle culture. It's not fun, very exhorting and a horrible way to sell if you ask me. But if you harness the tools of branding, you can raise your rates. You don't have to be the quickest. In fact, you could be the slowest or the least convenient. Don't believe me? Well, riddle me this. Why do people fly miles to go see their favorite artists in live concert? Why do people wait two weeks for a piece of clothing to be made by hand and delivered? By creating a brand, you are less transactional with your customers. You build this deeper connection with them to you. What you do, represent and offer feels way more in alignment and connects their worldview and beliefs in life. So if the key is having a brand, and I'm sure you've already heard the saying branding isn't a logo, what is it? And to be sort of annoying, a brand is really a lot of things, but I want to focus on just the design side of things today. Design is such a powerful tool. We have just explained. It can make us take action. It can persuade us to choose that bottle of wine on the shelf over others. It's crazy to think that we can actually evoke a feeling from someone through literally a font, color, layout and illustrations. And all these elements will contribute and help you explain who your brand is and what you stand for without really having to say such words. When I say a brand can evoke a feeling, you might be thinking, what a load of nonsense. I don't feel any different looking at one piece of packaging or one website over another, but you would be mistaken. And I know a pretty good example for the doubters out there. When you see a piece of text and all the letters are big, large capitals, 
we of course feel like we are being silently screamed at. It's not a comfortable feeling, rather the opposite actually. How can this be, you might wonder, and well, if you think about it, letters are just a bunch of shapes and capital letters take up more height and more space and they look more straight-edged and angular corners, so we see less curves and smoothness as you would see with lowercase letters. If you take a circle or the letter O, it's actually rather friendly looking, much more warm and welcoming than a simple line or the letter K. Curved lines are softer to us and that is what we feel. So your brand design is a key part to help you get noticed. But where the heck do you begin with building a brand design? Before you start scrolling and gathering million of Pinterest images whilst getting that itch to copy someone else's brand and be done with it, don't. First, you need to figure out just a few things. As I said, got to figure out a few things before we can deep dive into the design side. So what is your brand going to be all about? What do you want to be sort of known for? How do you want to be perceived? How do you want to connect with others? What's your mission, etc.? You also need to spend a large chunk of time working out who it is you want to attract. Get into the mind of your customer so you know what it is that they value in life. How can you best support them? And eventually, how can you start to align your brand in a way that aligns with who you are and them? Once you've figured out a few things, it's then time to sort of use this to create a brand that will resonate with your people through design. I like to create a brand personality statement. So my brand that is in the works goes like this. Onslow Studio is minimal, nostalgic and caring. These are the three things I want my people to feel and maybe say if they had to describe my brand. Minimal because I'm not one for cluttered design. I'm all for functionality. I want my people to have a sense of calm wash over them when they land on my website. Therefore, to show this through design, I would stick to calmer colors, less bold colors, simple, clean layouts. This means not too many elements fighting for their attention, but more white space to allow them to, you know, breathe easy. This is why I usually pick a bottle of wine that has a label with far less on it because it resonates with me. I included nostalgic. I didn't want the minimal design approach to come across as, you know, cold and clinical. I chose nostalgic to bring feelings of warmth, wholesomeness to my people. I do this through homely felt photography of myself, less pose, more natural and genuine pictures. And I occasionally include those warm hues. I wanted my imagery to typically feel like sort of an older photograph produced by one of those, you know, disposable cameras. Caring is a difficult one to sort of explain, but what I wanted to be conscious of and stay well away from was overly luxurious and bougie design. I wanted to harness more of a feeling of community, not exclusivity, open mindedness, growth and togetherness. So to create this feeling through design, I'll maybe pull in illustrations of faces and people, 
Select a font that is more soft and friendly looking with more of a roundness to the letters. Okay, so I've chewed your ear off long enough. It's now your turn to decide what feeling you wish your people will evoke when they interact with your brand. Create your brand personality statement, obviously after you've deep dive into all that brand strategy stuff first. Then take a good amount of time to write up your brand personality statement. And mine went like this. Onslow Studio is minimal, nostalgic and caring. Once you've done that, it's time to then get your design thinking cap on and start working out how you can translate the feelings of your brand through clever design elements. It might feel like magic, but it really is just all about good design. Thanks for listening to the Brandmade Podcast. If what I said helped you, please subscribe. And if you have a few seconds, just to spare, leave a quick star rating review. It really does help my podcast grow organically. I hope you join me next week. And in the meantime, visit onsitestudio.com where you can browse all my free resources and paid products, including website templates and custom and semi-custom brand identity and website services. I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.